Hey folks, Dean Chris back in the studio this week. Going to be doing this podcast, number 94. We're going to be talking about lessons from my personal journal. You know, I keep a journal of all my thoughts, all my experiences, and all the leadership stuff that I try to practice and learn. And I'm going to go inside my journal and talk about some things that I have learned relating to how to connect, how to lead, how to get the most out of your folks. So folks, hope you do as we always say, turn up that volume, set back, get ready to change your life. Hi, I'm Dean Chris. Welcome to Straight Talk on Leadership. This is what we'd like to say is the no BS zone where we give you leadership tips, ideas, and practical suggestions to help you become a top leadership performer. Our goal is simple, help you become the best version of yourself and reach your highest potential as a leader. So sit back, turn up the volume, be ready to change your life. Hey folks, Dean Chris back in the studio this week. Doing a solo podcast this week, we're going to talk about lessons from my journal. You know, if you ever have an opportunity or we ever see you in the classroom, one of the things that I always talk about is the importance of journaling, writing down your experiences, writing down your thoughts, writing down the execution of leadership so that you don't have to depend on your memory. Write it down. Writing your experiences down Writing what you learn in leadership is so important. As I go across this great country, I have an opportunity to meet and talk to many, many leaders. A lot of them I consider extremely significant leaders. And almost to the person, they always find a way to write down their experiences. It's that simple, folks. You got to keep those experiences. You got to write them down. Now, if the word journal is too soft for you, hey, you know, I get that and I understand, but I'm not talking about a diary. I'm not talking about, you know, writing down, uh, you know, as you would as 11 or 10 or 12 year old girl and boy sitting on the bed at night writing their experiences. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when you have a meeting of consequence and how did you do and what did you do that was successful when you have a conversation with someone that was tough and you really didn't know where it was going to go but at the end write that down when you see something in leadership you read a book about leadership this is just a way for you to document your leadership journey one of these days folks that's going to be really really important to you and as my boys know and i have twin boys adam and andrew When my journey's done, they get my journal. They will be able to see what their dad thought was important. And we just don't wait to translate those messages. We talk about them all the time. So, folks, today we're going to talk about lessons from my journal and some of the things that I learned and just some of my thoughts from my journal talking about leadership. Now, it's not going to be this... uh, this story of, uh, you know, when I had this conversation, it's going to be about these thoughts that I, that were created in my head based upon me thinking about leadership and how to get the most out of me and how to get the most out of my leadership and, and my ability to lead people. So I hope you're going to enjoy this podcast. And before we get right into the meat of this podcast, I want to thank all of you 
for joining Straight Talk on Leadership. For all the new listeners we got out there, please hit that subscribe button. Please pass this podcast on to someone else. We don't do this to just hear ourselves talk. We do it to try to add value to your life, to give you something to think about, to give you a way to listen to leadership as I go across this great country and learn lessons about leadership, teach leadership that I can bring back to you so that it can make your leadership journey much, much more successful and get you to be the best that you possibly can be. If you listen to our intro when we first started this podcast, we always say we want to add value to help you become the best version of leader that you can become. And that's what we want to do. I want to thank all the folks who've attended our classes. Had a great couple of weeks ago, uh, Master Leader course in Nashville, Tennessee. Just got through speaking to the executive leadership group uh, from the sponsored by the Florida Department of Law Enforcement in Tallahassee. Had a wonderful group of police executives from Florida who are on a three-week journey and they do this a uh, couple of times a year. They take these executives, a limited number of executives, and put them in a classroom for three weeks. And I was so honored to be asked to come down and be a part of that. What a tremendous experience it was. And I really, really enjoyed it. So, folks, again, thank you for helping us on LHLN. I want to invite you to go to our website. Just go to LHLN.org and uh Go and look at our website. We've got this brand new website. We've got this brand new stuff that's going on here. Uh, Kelly and uh, Mackenzie Craig, who uh, joined our staff a couple of months ago, have just done an outstanding job of putting that all together. So I want to thank them very much, and uh, I, want to, I want to thank you for joining us and listening to this podcast. All right, folks, so here we go. Lessons from the journal, and I'm going to be talking about the difference between leadership behaviors and leadership skills. Now, if you don't know what those differences are, it's pretty simple. Leadership behaviors are the things that you actually do. Leadership skills are the things that you've actually learned about leadership. Now, being very skilled is extremely important in leadership. It's not just about the set of skill sets that you might have gotten. Like you might have learned the skill set of having conversations with people, but if your behaviors during that conversation are not in line with what you're trying to accomplish and you don't do the things you want to do, it's never going to work out great for you. So there is a big difference between what we do in terms of leadership behaviors versus leadership skills. And I'm going to talk about, uh, some very important leadership behaviors. And you know, there's a second part of this that talks about organizational behaviors and things that you should be doing in the organization that are going to be just as important. But today's podcast is going to be about those leadership behaviors, if you will. You know, leaders have good intentions a lot of times, but the daily activities really kind of consume us. And before we know it, we're way behind in our day. And by the end of the day, we find ourselves doing what I call the urgent versus the important. And, and if you were to take my urgent things I got to get done versus my important things that I need to get done, 
I believe most of you will agree with me out there that it seems like at the end of the day, it's always the urgent that gets done. It's never really the important things. As a result of that, we have a tendency to do the exact same things tomorrow, the exact same things the next day, because we're always working on those absolute urgent things, never the important. I want you to think about this for a second. Leadership's kind of like shooting an arrow. And I, and I want you just to follow this with me for a second. It's kind of like if I were to shoot an arrow and I had, did not have a target, it would go anywhere. I could either shoot it straight up, straight down, straight forward, left, right, and it never would hit its target. And that's the way we do when we just simply do urgent behaviors. When we just simply respond to urgent stuff, we really aren't setting ourselves up for success. And if you think about it, how crazy would that be just to shoot an arrow and have nowhere to hit? It just would never give you anything except every single day. You would never get better in your skill set. You'd never get better in your ability to fling the arrow. You would only just be shooting an arrow every day. And if you think about it, that's exactly what we do in leadership. We don't really get that good at it. We don't get better at it because we tend to just do what's in front of us. We don't ever create behaviors that help us with our skill sets. And that's the one thing that's really important is understanding that your behaviors uh, really are going to be helping your skill set. You know, I was thinking about this, and I, I tell you, as we said earlier on the podcast, that this is lessons from the journal. And uh, I actually had this concept and created this concept in Spokane, Washington uh, in 2015. And one of the things that I always do, actually it was on September 13th, 2015, and uh, actually... Uh, what I do is in every one of my journal entries, I always write down the date, what I'm doing, and the time so that I have a reference in my brain to remember back. And I can remember being in Spokane, Washington, thinking about this, and I'd had a very long flight. If you ever travel to Spokane, Washington, there's no easy way to get there. It's probably at least 12 to 14 hours in an airport uh, by the time you start, by the time you get there. And I can remember thinking about what I was going to be teaching that week. And I started thinking on the, on the flight about, you know, how do you get people to really help themselves to capture their day and to, to get better? And, and we just need to stop doing the same things over and over again. And I, I had this thought process about the, the behaviors that were really, really important uh, versus what our skill set. So, I want you to imagine for just a second if you had these triangles and I want you to write or want you to kind of draw in your mind or if you're somewhere where you're actually able to draw this, I want you to draw a triangle uh, with the tip of it, the very tip facing up just like a normal triangle on a page with the three points. And on those three points, I want to talk to you about the three personal behaviors that has that have really helped me when it comes to leadership and executing my leadership in a forward thinking way to where I'm not always chasing my day. And this is where I'm doing not the urgent, but I'm doing the important. Now I want you to 
to to be very clear that I'm not trying to tell you this is a secret sauce and an easy pill to take because it takes work to do these things. But what I am telling you is, is that if you will execute these three behaviors every single day, that it will absolutely, without question, absolutely without question, help you in your leadership journey to kind of prioritize and to get in line some of these things instead of doing these urgent things that you're also focusing on the important. So I want you to understand that focusing on these personal behaviors are some of the key important things that you can do every day to control your day better. So the first thing that I want to talk about is imagine at the top of that triangle, I want you to imagine mindset. And I want you to write the word mindset at the top of that triangle. Now, these are three things that I want you to work on every day as a leader, because if you get these things in order, it things tend to flow pretty good for you as a leader. At least they have for me. Since I've thought about these, I've been trying to practice these, trying to work on these, and it seems like that they have really worked when I'm either teaching, either working in our own company, or just having interactions with people. These things seem to really, really help me. And so the first thing is you got to have a clear understanding of what your mindset is. If this is the first time you've listened to our podcast, then you don't know that I have talked and I talk extensively about mindset. Mindset, in my opinion, is one of the absolute pillars of leadership. If your mindset is not right, it doesn't matter what you try to do. You're not going to be that great at it. Now, what is mindset? Mindset is basically your current state of thought, how you're thinking right now, based on what you expect to happen or want to happen. Now, if you look at mindset and you look at its comparison to paradigm, your paradigm is your long-range view. It's your lens in which you see the world from. It's actually how everything that you see in the world is kind of is colored by that paradigm. It's shaded by that paradigm. It's the lens. It brings things into focus based upon your worldview. Now, cops have a paradigm of seeing the world from a threat-based perspective, seeing things from a negative perspective, and dealing with things like that. So in turn, can create a negative mindset sometime. But your mindset is the current state. It's like what you're thinking about now based upon what you're seeing, touching, tasting, feeling, how it, how it reacts with you, how you interact with what your world's going on right now. It really shapes your mindset. And so at the top of that triangle, the top of that pyramid is mindset. Now, for example, if my mindset is that I look at this situation I'm in to be very positive and that I want to get the most out of this situation and my mindset is I want to give people the benefit of the doubt, if I want to work on things, then your mindset seems to be very calm. It tends to be uh, allow you to be open to what's occurring. But if you've got a very harsh mindset or a mindset that sees things negative, 
or a mindset that's looking at the situation and taking it personally, then you know what's going to happen, your, your reaction. So when you're in a leadership role, you have to see people for what they can be, not what they are. Let's take a short break from the show, and we'll be right back. Hey, Straight Talk listeners, this is Kelly Corvin, Director of Business Development here at LHLN, just wanting to highlight one of our signature courses, Intentional Leadership. Many of you have taken that class, but many of you have not, and I just wanted to let you know that it is two and a half days of action-packed, next-level leadership development. I don't care where you are on your journey, you can be starting out as a supervisor or at the executive level. You will learn the new way to lead in the 21st century from one of the top leadership influencers, Dean Crisp. Learn more about that class, where it's being hosted this year, or request to host a class at www.lhln.org. And that's the one gift that you as a leader can absolutely give every single person that you work with. Now that's hard to do because people have created narratives of themselves that we work with and they've done things to us. uh, They've done things for us. They've done things around us that has gotten us to believe that that's the way they are or that's what they're going to settle for. And that, And it's hard to fight that mindset. Now, I'm not telling you it's easy, but when you're a leader, you owe it to your people to give them the benefit of the doubt and let them determine what they're willing to do. But you will absolutely stop their growth by believing that that's just all they're going to do. Now, there's several types of mindsets, and this is not my work, but it's Carol DeWick's work, and she writes a book called Mindset. She says people either have a growth or a fixed mindset. Now, a growth mindset is seeing the possibilities. Uh, How can I learn? What can I do? And a fixed mindset is believing things are already predetermined, believing that's all we're ever going to get, and that's just it. So you can see where that would be a problem. Uh, Positive mindset, uh, we talked about that already. Negative mindset, we talked about that already. An inward mindset is when you tend to focus on you yourself like uh, you don't see how you benefit others or you don't see how it can benefit others or you're just worried about yourself so that's an inward mindset an outward is you look to help people you look to see them at their best an outward mindset is all right how what can i do to help you as a leader and so you can see really quickly just with those few simple explanations how important mindset is Mindset is everything. That's why I put it at the top of that pinnacle in terms of personal behaviors. You have to have the right mindset. Okay, for you folks who've listened to our podcast a lot, you know I talk about mindset a lot, so there's you a good recap. But for those of you, this might be your first podcast, you're kind of introduced to that mindset thing. Now, the second thing down on the left hand, if you're looking at the paper, on the left corner would be a thing called connectivity. So if you're going to have or create the best behaviors of yourself, and now remember that the, these are things that you learn. These are things that you know. Behaviors are what you do, and skills are what you've learned. 
And so keep that in mind that skill sets are things that you've learned to do along the way, but behaviors are what you do. It's actually how you perform these things. So connectivity. And you, you might say, well, how do I create a behavior of connectivity? Well, there's all kinds of ways to do that. But let me first explain connectivity of what I mean by that. If you can't connect to other people and you can't get them to believe in you and that you have their best interest at heart and that you have things in common, you will never, ever, ever, ever be able to lead them to the levels that they can go. Connectivity is absolutely one of the most important components of leadership. It's the ability to connect to others. It's to sense what they might need. It's to see what they might need. It's to find common ground between the two of you. And it just creates this team environment. Now, why that's so important is that when you create a team environment, that you no longer focus just on yourself. And you have to realize that when you are a leader, and I know all of you do, that it's about sacrificing what you'll do, sacrificing yourself for others. There's nothing easy about leadership. There is nothing that makes leadership a walk in the park. It is simple. The concepts are simple of leadership, but they're never easy because we have all these things that get in our way. And so connecting to others is absolutely, and it's not something that I'm just saying that's important. Actually, neuroscience has proven it, that the importance of when you feel like you've connected to someone else, all these chemicals begin to release inside of your head and your body that make you feel comfortable. And you just create this kind of desire to work with this person when you're connected. So the one thing I'm, I want to say is your behaviors, what are you doing to connect to individuals? Are you coming into the office in the morning and the first thing you do is close your door or don't talk to anybody till 10 o'clock? Well, I used to do that and uh, that doesn't work. That creates an inability of letting those folks know that you connect to them and that they're important. Now, you have to realize when you create a disconnection with people, the consequences are extreme. Today's world, our newer generations are so sensitive to connectivity that they want to be connected all day long. If you don't believe it, look at their Facebook, look at their Instagram, look at TikTok. It's a desire to be connected. And when people have that desire to be connected and they see their bosses disconnecting from, let me tell you, they will absolutely have a response that you are that will take weeks, months, uh, or if ever to get over. And so that's how absolutely important and how fragile connection is in today's world is we have to create an environment of connectivity. You got to speak to people. You got to talk to people. You got to be self-aware of how you're coming across. You have to manage yourself. Anytime there's a disconnection, it stops work. And uh, you can believe that. So, if, uh, you know, you can watch most of your problem employees and most of the employees in your organization are not doing a great job. They's, they've lost connection with one of two things, either the organizational purpose or their boss. And when that happens, disconnection. Disconnection leads to loss of productivity. It leads to loss of relationships. It leads, 
leads to just a loss of the employee. So connection is extremely important. So now the first two behaviors, as you have to understand, is how do I connect to the employees and what's my mindset? Those are extremely, extremely important things. Now the third one in the right-hand corner, if you're looking at the paper, it's the very right-hand corner to create this Mindset, I want you to write leadership in the center of that triangle or right in the, in the middle. I want you to write leadership. And at the far right corner, I want you to write environment. Now, what do I mean when I say environment? Well, environment is the area around you that you create as a leader. It actually is your culture. It's what type of culture do I create around me? Do I create an open culture where people feel like that I'm approachable? Do I create an open culture where people feel like they can be creative? Do I create an environment where people are on edge? Do I create an environment of force? Or do I create an environment of inspiration? And this kind of leads me to talk about uh, two ways when you lead a person you either inspire people or you manipulate them. When you create a sense of manipulation, the environment for people is very forced. People don't feel like they have uh, any choice. They just have to do what they have to do. Now, this doesn't mean that manipulation is always bad. Manipulation can be simple as parking in a parking space where it's marked. It can mean following policies and procedures. It means uh, getting starting at 8.30 and getting off at 5, that's manipulation in a way. But manipulation as a form of motivation when you need to get the best out of employees is going to be extremely counterproductive. So let me ask you, what type of environment do you create? Now, you got to remember that back thousands of years ago, tens of thousands of years ago, when man was first on the earth or when when we start learning about people they all formed tribes and the reason they formed tribes was because alone people would perish people would uh, other folks would attack them other folks would steal everything they had so they had to form these tribes to protect themselves and every single tribe had a leader and the one thing that made that tribe work together was the environment that the leader created. And so it's, a, it's the same principle inside your workplace. What type of environment are you creating in your workplace? If you're in your staff meetings and everybody knows that this is a time when you're going to do the talking and nobody's going to listen, then that's a, that is an absolute environment of force. That's an absolute environment of manipulation. People are not going to be very creative. Or if you're in there in that meeting and people feel like they can voice their concerns and really talk about what's going on, then that's the type of environment you are creating. And a lot of people or a lot of bosses are not and leaders are not really aware of the environment that they create. If you go to someone and they bring you a problem and the first thing you do is rant and rave and carry on, or if the first thing you do is say, okay, uh, let's, let's figure this out together, then you're creating, both of those are creating an environment where people are going to perform. 
So when you think about that environment, you think about what people are doing, what type of environment are you creating? And you have to realize that everyone, I don't really care who it is, looks to their leader to create an environment of safety. When you are in an environment of safety, you will absolutely, without question, be able to do your job. You will be able to focus on everything that that comes with your job. But when you are in an environment of fear, the only thing you worry about is survival. And if you're going to worry about survival, it does not create a great deal or an environment of productivity. So let me ask you this as a boss. Let me ask you, what type of behaviors are you producing at work? What type of things are you creating? What type of behaviors, what signals are you sending? Now, remember that signal that behaviors always send signals to people. So are you sending a signal of the right mindset? Are you sending a signal of connectivity? Are you sending a signal of in creating an environment around them that they feel safe? And if that's the case, then you're going to be really productive as a boss. You're going to be able to do the things that are important and stop dealing with things that are absolutely so urgent every single day. So folks, as I told you earlier, these are lessons from my journal. And, and I really like uh, sharing with you things that I've thought about and kind of these concepts that I've thought about as I travel around the country and try to figure out solutions to people's problems. And when people call me, you know, how do I help or what do I do to become the best leader that I possibly can be? And so, folks, uh, as we wrap this up, I want to just remind you the th- the triangle now, it looks like in the center of it says leadership or leader. And in that triangle at the top, you've got mindset. That bottom left corner is connectivity and that bottom right corner is environment. As promised, the, this is part one of this behaviors in the workplace. I'll do the second part next week in the podcast on organizational behaviors that get the most productivity out of your employees and keep employees focused, keep employees happy, keep them on the right track at work. And we're going to combine these two together to give you these two triangles that you can work on every single day. Folks, I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. I've enjoyed doing, giving you lessons from my personal journal. And as I encouraged you at the first of this podcast, find that journal. If you don't have a journal and you can't find a journal, send me an email at hdcrisp at yahoo.com and I'll make sure that you get a journal. We'll get you one of these LHLN journals and we'll help you start. If you can't find a journal and you don't know what I'm talking about, you send me an email at hdcrisp at yahoo.com and we'll have a conversation and I'll make sure that you understand clearly what I'm talking about these journals and we'll get you one. So folks, until next time, I've enjoyed it. God bless you. Best to you. Until next time, I'm Dean Crisp. Thank you for listening to Straight Talk on Leadership with Dean Crisp. Make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. You can go to www.lhln.org to find upcoming classes where you can book Dean for his new class. And you can also check out his new book, 
essential leadership lessons from the Thin Blue Line. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.